December 24th. I have made all my arrangements. Tonight, at 11, I slip out. Soraz Jubale and his sisters will be sound asleep. I have questioned them. Their fear of rheumatism prevents their attending midnight mass. Luckily, there are no churches between this and the corte. Whatever movement Christmas night may entail will be a good way off. The vice-prefect's rooms are on the other side of the palace. The rest of the square is taken up with staterooms, archives and empty stables, and coach houses of the palace. Besides, I shall be quick at my work. I have tried my saw on a stout bronze vase I bought off Sor Azdrubale, and the bronze of the statue, hollow and worn away by rust, I have even noticed holes, cannot resist very much, especially after a blow with a sharp hatchet. I have put my papers in order for the benefit of the government which has sent me hither. I am sorry to have defrauded them of their history of Urbania. To pass the endless day and calm the fever of impatience, I have just taken a long walk. This is the coldest day we have had. The bright sun does not warm in the least, but seems only to increase the impression of cold, to make the snow on the mountains glitter, the blue air to sparkle like steel. The few people who are out are muffled to the nose and carry earthenware braziers beneath their cloaks. Long icicles hang from the fountain with the figure of Mercury upon it. One can imagine the wolves trooping down through the dry scrub and beleaguering this town. Somehow this cold makes me feel wonderfully calm. It seems to bring me back to my boyhood. As I walked up the rough, steep, paved alleys, slippery with frost and with their vista of snow mountains against the sky, and passed by the church steps strewn with box and laurel, with the faint smell of incense coming out, there returned to me, I know not why, the recollection, almost the sensation, of those Christmas Eves long ago at Posen and Breslow, when I walked as a child along the wide streets, peeping into the windows where they were beginning to light the tapers of the Christmas trees, and wondering whether I, too, on returning home, should be let into a wonderful room all blazing with lights and gilded nuts and glass beads. They are hanging the last strings of those blue and red metallic beads, fastening on the last gilded and silvered walnuts on the trees out there at home in the north. They are lighting the blue and red tapers. The wax is beginning to run onto the beautiful spruce-green branches, the children are waiting with beating hearts behind the door to be told that the Christ child has been. And I, for what am I waiting? I don't know. All seems a dream. Everything vague and unsubstantial about me, as if time had ceased. Nothing could happen. My own desires and hopes were all dead, myself absorbed into I know not what passive dreamland. Do I long for tonight? Do I dread it? Will tonight ever come? Do I feel anything? Does anything exist all around me? I sit and seem to see that street at Posen, the wide street with the windows illuminated by the Christmas lights, the green fir branches grazing the window panes.